When you become a widow, the heartache can be overwhelming. You feel lost, you feel broken, you feel alone, and sometimes you feel like the pain will never go away. I believe that every widow has the capacity to endure, the power to overcome, and the determination to create a new life filled with meaning and purpose. That's why I wanted to create a show called Widow 180. People tell me they come here for the positivity. They listen to Widow 180, the podcast, to be inspired. They come to Widow 180 to be reminded that they have options, that the pain of loss is not a life sentence. Widow 180 is about turning tragedy, loss, and fear into strength, creativity, and a new passion for life. My mission each week is to arm you with these powerful stories of transformation and knowledge so that you can navigate life after loss. I'm Jen Zwink. I'm so glad you're listening. Let's get to the episode. Let me ask you a question. What are you fed up with? What are you tired of tolerating with yourself? Today, we're going to be getting really honest with ourselves. We're going to do a deep dive into our own habits, our own thoughts, our patterns that we've fallen into, things that we are not happy about with ourselves, things that may even be self-sabotaging behaviors. By looking at these, the parts of our lives that are holding us back in some way, this can actually be an amazing catalyst, an amazing motivator for change. I did my interview with Emily Thoreau Threat on episode 167, if you want to go back and listen to that episode with Emily. And in that interview, Emily told me about how she was coping with the loss of her first husband, Jacques. He had died in February, and she told me that every day she would come home from work and not do anything. She wasn't watching TV. She wasn't being social at all. She was just coming home and not engaging with the world at all in any way. And she was not happy. She was not satisfied with the life that she was leading. And she was falling further and further into this bit of a funk, really. Not depression or anything severe, but just like a dissatisfaction with life. And she was fed up. She was fed up with the way that she was feeling. I talk to so many widows who get to a point like this. I know I've had many moments in my life where I reached a point where I was just like, something's got to change. I just cannot continue like this. For many of us, it's those moments when we've hit rock bottom. For many of us dealing with loss, we sometimes turn to unhealthy ways of coping, like drinking too much or starting to do drugs to numb the pain. We might feel an overwhelming sense of loneliness. We get bored. We go into the kitchen and we eat anything and everything in sight. And we are so stuck in our pain. We don't see a way out of it. And we are aware of these unhealthy choices that we're making, but we just don't do anything about it. We stay the course. We stay numb. We stay in our little grief bubble we've built by staying at home and watching Netflix till 3 a.m. every night. It's when we hit rock bottom that we realize we need to change. You realize that so much time has gone by and you're missing out on life. You're missing time with your life. You know you're destroying your health and that this has got to stop. 
Sometimes it takes the help of a loving friend to step in and remind you that you need to make a change, that you are not living the life you are meant to live. My podcast guest, Michelle Scharf, had a dear friend step in and help her see that she was self-sabotaging by drinking too much, that she needed to stop because she was on a dangerous path. That was back in episode 161, if you want to listen to that. And that intervention with her friend was truly a defining moment for her. That was a moment that she made a decision that she was done. She was done with staying on that path. So what are you fed up with in your life? What are you feeling tired of? Are you tired of feeling lonely? Are you tired of feeling bored? Are you tired of feeling unhealthy? Are you tired of feeling stuck in a home you're not happy in anymore? What are you sick and tired of? Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? (laughs) I know I felt that way. Being sick and tired is an incredible catalyst to get you to create that much needed change in your life. I've definitely had my fair share of rock bottom moments. Times when I felt so low, like it couldn't get any worse. Times when I felt like I was stuck. And maybe some of you are listening to this right now and you're thinking, God, I feel like I can't get any lower than this. And one of the times I can think of for me after Brent died was in those first couple of months, I felt paralyzed with fear. I was so afraid of everything. And I was letting fear dictate my thoughts, my feelings, how I was reacting to everything I was going through. I was scared. I was so scared of everything. I didn't feel safe. I felt so vulnerable and uncertain of myself. But then I told myself that I never lived that way in my entire life before, being afraid of things. And I wasn't about to start now. I had hit a low point and I decided I wasn't going to be afraid. Okay, well, I can't say that I was successful 100% of the time, but I did decide to feel the fear and do it anyway. You know, I still felt afraid of a lot of things. So it was be afraid, but not too scared that I stay stuck. Not so afraid that I didn't take action to live my life and to do things and try new things, step out of my comfort zone and try to move forward. It's points like this when you know you need to move in a different direction where you really get motivated to make the change. Because it's pretty obvious, but when you're down, you've got two choices, right? You can stay down or you can get back up. There's a Japanese proverb that says, fall down seven times, stand up eight. So ask yourself, I'm not okay. I am not doing well over here. Am I going to stay here or am I going to get back up? You decide. It is a choice. You get to decide which path you're going to take. Hopefully, you decide to get up. And that's when the real work begins. You make a decision, but then you have to practice living out that decision every single day. There's effort involved in changing your life and creating new habits. And it doesn't even have to be big, big changes and big steps. You could do small steps like just cutting 100 calories a day off of your daily diet. You're not going to see dramatic results right away, but a year from now, you're really going to notice a difference and you're going to feel better and you're working towards becoming the person that you want to be. 
So there is energy that you have to put towards you and becoming this next version of you, this better version of you. When you are fed up with feeling the way that you are feeling, take a step back and look at yourself from the outside. You know that's not how you want to see yourself. And maybe other people in your life don't see this in you. They don't see that broken side of you because you're really good at pretending. You're really good at putting on a happy face. And you're really good at looking like everything is okay and everything is just fine. But deep down, you are deeply dissatisfied. It's hard living a double life and going into work or seeing friends and pretending that it's okay. Everything feels so misaligned and not genuine. Plus, it's exhausting keeping up that facade. I just want you to think about this. Think about if you continue this behavior, what do you think is going to happen? What do you think your life is going to look like in a year or two years? Visualize continuing down the path of dissatisfaction and then start to visualize what life could be. Start thinking about what you want to see happen in your future. Start to think about breaking free from those patterns that you've fallen into. Take the focus off of what you don't want and move the focus onto what you do want, what is really important to you and what that feels like. In episode 167, Emily told me that she made a vow to herself On New Year's Eve, she was making new resolutions and trying to make some positive changes to do things differently. And she decided that she was going to say yes to invitations. She was going to say yes and open up to opportunities, even though she said she wasn't getting any invitations at the time, but she prayed on it and she meditated on it. And once she opened herself up to saying yes, the invitations started coming in. She was invited to be on an editorial board and she said yes. She also got a trainer and started working out. Then that trainer asked her to participate as a driver for a cross-country race, something that she had never done before. And she said yes. So she started having all of these amazing adventures that opened up so many doors for her to meet new people and do new things. She was fed up with being bored at home. So she took some chances. So let me ask you, what are you moving towards? If you start to think about where you're going to be a year from now or five years from now, 10 years from now, what does that look like? What if nothing changes? What changes can you start making now to step toward that future you, that happy you? Another perfect example of this, I just did an interview yesterday with an incredible woman. Her name is Eva, and you guys are going to love her. You're going to love her story. She is incredible. And she was just telling me how after her husband passed away from cancer, she decided to downsize and sell their house after about maybe 10 months or so, but she continued working and living life all the while she was feeling kind of angsty and anxious. But even more than that, she told me that she felt a genuine dissatisfaction with life. She was going through the motions and every day wondering and asking herself, isn't there more to life than this? She had that feeling like, 
I feel like there should be more to life than this. I feel like there is better meaning in my life and that I should be doing something different. Do any of you get that feeling too? Like, what am I doing here? Why am I going to work every day? What is the point? What is the point of anything anymore? And then she told me, she just said, you know, I had this realization that life is too short. It is way too short to be doing things that you're not enjoying and to living a life that you're not proud of, that you're not satisfied with. And she decided it was time that she needed to change and she ended up changing careers. She had been doing social work for years and she decided to instead pursue her passion for yoga and mindfulness and she has now made a career out of it and loving life. She's a yoga instructor and she leads these incredible retreats with women around the world. Anyway, it's a great story. I cannot wait for you guys to hear that interview. That is coming up soon. But I told her how amazing it was that she actually took action, you know, that she actually chose to follow her intuition and to make those big changes that she did because it's so easy to take the easy way, the familiar way, even if it's not really making us happy. It's comfortable. It's the easy, comfortable way. And so we stay there. If you find yourself not taking the action that you know deep down you want to be taking, but you just keep sabotaging yourself or procrastinating, think about how you can use being fed up as a way to motivate you to get that momentum going. Be sick and tired of being sick and tired and get moving in the direction of your dreams. Try this. Just slow down. Pause. Take a deep breath. Ask yourself, what am I fed up with? What am I sick and tired of? Now, whatever it is, let it go. Release it. Let go of it. It's not you anymore. It's not part of who you are anymore. That bored, lonely person, that person living in fear all the time, that person who can't stop eating at night, That person that grabs just one more glass of wine to take the edge off, that is no longer you. Let it go. Let this be a defining moment for you. This could be the moment where you decide and everything changes for the better. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this was helpful. I hope you're inspired. I hope that someone's life changes because they hear these examples of hope and discovery. And I love sharing this stuff with you guys. If you enjoyed this podcast episode, please leave us a rating and a review for the podcast. If you leave a review for the podcast, I'll be sure to give you a shout out on the next episode. Like this review from MP, who said, Jen is an inspirational interviewer, and I love to hear stories about other widows. Such a wonderful resource for widows. Thank you so much, MP. Also, don't forget to join our Facebook group. It's Widow 180, the community. And to get on our email list, head on over to www.widow180.com and sign up there. That's it for me for this week. Until next week, believe in the possibilities. 
Thank you so much for listening to Widow 180, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you're seeking daily inspiration and guidance, you can follow me on Facebook at Widow 180, the community, on YouTube at Widow 180, the channel, and on Instagram at Widow 180. If you're interested in more grief and widowhood resources, including our latest freebie, How to Get Your Life Back Together After Loss, a 10-step checklist, head over to www.widow180.com forward slash freebie. That's www.widow180.com forward slash freebie.